0: Today we start the uh, Siman lesson twenty six. Really something very special today. We're gonna to discuss a few different ideas, but mainly on the topic of forgetting, forgetfulness and how Rabenu completely switches the subject on its head, what people normally think of forgetting, how they think it's something bad, how they think it's not good. Rabenu completely switches the subject on its head and finds the positivity behind this thing. We're going to see how incredible it is to forget and how big of a gift it is to forget. Rabenu's going to teach us in this siman, uh, but I recommend paying very close attention to this one. It's a very special one, a pretty emotional one as well. I think it's very deep and it's very, very powerful. It can raise a person up in a... Tremendous fashion and give a person tremendous strength and uh, almost a newfound perspective on how to shift the way we think about life. It's something very beautiful. So let's hop right into it and let's, uh, let's go into it. Etzel HiChisaron Gadol teaches us that with regard to the world, the world sees forgetting, forgetting something or forgetfulness... Has a very big disadvantage, a very big drawback. The world thinks that forgetting something is very bad, it's a very big lack. teaches us that, he says, But in my eyes, forgetting something possesses a very great advantage, a very great level. And we're going to see a little bit more about this right now. If forgetting something didn't exist, Rabenu teaches us that we would not be able to do a single act of divine service had forgetting had forgetfulness uh, not, exist, uh, not existed. Had forgetting not existed. If forgetting something doesn't exist, if there's no such thing as forgetting, then there's no such thing as serving Hashem. <inaudible> because if a person were to remember all the, that which he went through, all his past, and avar doesn't only mean the past, that which a person went through in his past. But, Torah also has a negative connotation. If a person remembered all the things in which he transgressed, all the transgressions of the Torah that he had once uh, did, the fact that he had neglected the Torah, or the things that he did in his past, if you were to remember everything that he went through, it would be absolutely impossible to elevate oneself to serve Hashem in any single circumstance at all. Rabban was teaching us that to serve Hashem, you need to, you need to lift yourself up. We see this in Torah uh, Resh Bet of Likute Moran, Torah, better known as the most famous lesson Rabbi Nachman ever taught us. The lesson that he said every Jew needs to live by, every single day of his life. The Torah of Azamra. The Torah of finding the good points in yourself, finding the good points in other people, and tilting the scale of the world from guilt to merit, just by finding the good. And essentially, Rabbanu is telling us that to serve Hashem Barach, you need to do this. You need to elevate, you need to lift yourself up to serve Hashem Barach. You cannot serve Hashem Barach if you continue pushing yourself down all the time. Rabbanu says you need to find yourself good points and within those good points, to find other good points until you actually find that you might be a good person. And with that, you give yourself the strength, the encouragement, the reinforcement that you need to serve Hashem properly, the way He wants you to serve Him. Essentially, Rabbanu teaches us in the last Torah of uh, Likuta Morantinyana, the second volume of Likuta Moran. he brings down the idea, and he brings down the verse, that he lifted up his heart to serve Hashem. I forget who it's referencing here, but um, you can look over there, I believe it's in Torah 125 of Likuta Morantinyana, I forget who it's referencing over there, that he lifted up his heart in serving Hashem. And Rabenu teaches us that to serve Hashem back, you have to lift up your heart. You cannot just push yourself down all the time. You have to lift up your heart, your heart you have to elevate yourself. So Rabenu says, if you remember everything that you went through, all your past, all the transgressions that you did, God forbid it, it would be impossible to serve Hashem because you'd never be able to lift yourself up. So forgetting is actually very important. Gama yumi adam me'od All those things which a person went through in his past would also confuse the man very much when trying to serve Hashem. Not only would it not be able to elevate him, but it would also confuse him. Provide tremendous distraction. But now, by the gift that God gave us to forget, you forget that which you went through, your past. And now Rabbanu tells us, Rabbi tells us in the name of Rabenu that Rabenu's way, Rabenu's custom, Rabenu's practice, that everything that he went through in the past, that everything that he went through in his um, in his life, basically, Rabenu never replayed, finished business business in his mind at all. He never went through in his mind. He never calculated in his mind what he went through in the past. Whatever he went through, that's it. That was for that time. Now he's completely brand new. Said this was, Rabbi Nathan said, this was Rabenu's practice. He never replayed finished business in his mind at all. He never went through that thing which he finished. Let's say for example, he finished a job site. Finished a job. He finished working. He never replayed that thing. A person should never replay that in his mind two years down the line, six months down the line, a month down the line, a week down the line. A person should never replay that which was finished, that which is done in a person's mind at all. You move forward. And of course, you do move forward with the best intentions according to the Ratzon of Hashem, blah, blah. But a person should never, ever try to uh, recalculate and try to say to yourself, oh, maybe I could have done this differently or this or that. Maybe I could have earned more money on this job if had I done this line differently, had I calculated the numbers differently. That's a big Yetzirah. Rabbeinu never used to do this at all. Whatever was finished was finished and he never um, went through it in his mind at all after that would never confuse his mind with that which he already went through. And this is something very important. To underline that, highlight it, uh, put an asterisk behind, uh, next to it. Do whatever you can to do that because to remember this because this is something so important. And the main reason why so many people are far from Mashiach Mibalch is because they live in the past. Rabbeinu teaches us in the Torah. Um, 272, I believe, or 274, I forget. Um, The Torah of Hayom, very famous Torah. That what the main thing is to always live in the day, in the moment. Never live in the past, never live in the future, live right now. All you have is the moment you are in, presently. That's the most important thing. And this is a very essential piece of advice that we all need to live by. And this subject that we just mentioned is a very good piece of advice, very good practice in serving Hashem. Because the majority of people people undergo confusions and a mixed up mind because of what they went through in the past specifically when? And when a person gets up to pray. Rabbanu teaches us so many times over that when a person gets up to pray, it's one of the biggest things that can possibly exist. Prayer is obviously stands at the summit of the entire world, as the Gemara Barakot says. Rabbanu teaches us there's nothing greater than prayer. And when a person gets up to pray, of course, the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, is going to try to distract you and try to attack you with all these sorts of confusions and distractions. Rabbanu says, do not let the past distract you during the time of prayer. Because when a person gets up to pray, all those confusions, all the twisted uh, things, all the or all these confusions, these distractions, try to twist up your mind and make your mind crooked because of what happened to you in the past, because of what you did in the, in the past. Sometimes a person. Has to go with conf- uh, he he suffers confusions and distractions because of the business that he once did, or because of the uh, the uh, what do you call it? the things that happened to him in his house, etc. There's many examples. Uh, each person knows this deep down in his heart. Each person um, is uh, has uh, specific problems that he has to, uh, that he has to fight with during prayer. Sometimes it's business. Many of the times for most people it's business. All the things that you did, maybe you didn't uh, earn enough money at a job. Why you should, have, you should have done some things differently, whatever it was. Maybe it's a problem with Shalom, bayit, Chazah Shalom, whatever it might be. That the Yetzirah tries to confuse you when you get up to pray because it tries to convince you that you didn't do good when you did business, or you didn't do good the way you dealt with your children, you didn't do good in this subject or that subject, whatever it might be. And when you pray, all these confusions start to hit you. And the Yetzirah tries to convince you, this you needed to do, you should have done that, etc., etc. Many of these sort of confusions, many of these these types of uh, distractions hit us whenever we get up to pray. And sometimes the blemishes that we did in the past, the blemishes that we did... Um, essentially confuse us when you get up to serve Hashem in Torah or in prayer, etc. Because with regard to that subject of Torah or Tfilah or whatever we didn't do properly, we, didn't, we committed a certain sin, we didn't eat kosher, because of that, because we didn't do something properly in the eyes of Hashem in Ba'ach, That thing confuses us when we get up to pray, when we get up to serve Hashem. But it specifically doesn't confuse you any other time. It specifically confuses you when you get up to pray, or when you get up to serve Hashem. When you're doing something holy, it comes to confuse you. And we see this, the likes of this, in many different situations, many different circumstances, as is known to every single person. Each person knows this. Each person feels this. Each person has experienced this multiple times, thousands of times in his life. And uh, we see a beautiful story of the Bar Tov with regard to this. The Bar Tov was once praying to Amidah. And uh, a thought hit him that when he was uh, smoking his pipe earlier, he used a candle made from uh, pig fat to light his pipe. That there was a candle made from pig, pig fat. And he used the flame of that candle, which was lit already, to light up his pipe. And when he was praying his Amidah, the Yeti convinced him, was trying to argue with the Bar Shem Tov, saying that, what are you praying to Hashem for? You lit up your, with a, with a, you lit up your pipe with a candle lit, made from pig fat. The Bar Shem Tov saw, because he knew this inyan, the Bar Shem Tov, and he lived by this. He understood that the Yetzirah was coming to convince him to distract him from his service, and he knew that the Yetzirah was bringing a claim that was absolutely stupid and foolish. So what did he do? The second the Bar Shem Tov left his prayer, finished his prayer, he made an oath, that every single time he would light his pipe, he would light his pipe from the candle made from pig fat. Even though there's no problem with it. No problem halakhically. Why? Because he understood that the Yitzhara is trying to make a distraction to him with regard to this. So to destroy that distraction entirely, he would go against the yitzharah completely to light his candle made from pig fat the entire time. To show the yitzharah that this is not a distraction for him. He doesn't absolutely care about this at all. And this is something that BeMet is, is an awesome piece of advice. We can see here that the Yetzirah is going to distract us with small things that actually aren't problems at all. Why? Specifically when we get up to pray, when we get, get up to serve Hashem, when we come to study Torah, Yetzirah is going to try to distract us in any single way possible, even with the most foolish things. And the Bar Shem Tov, we see with his story that the Bar Shem Tov didn't let this happen at all. So that he made an oath just to show the Yetzirah that he didn't care about what he's trying to distract him with. Therefore, forgetting something is an awesome piece of advice with regard to this, with regard to what we just mentioned. The idea that the past is always trying to confuse you, the things that you might not have done good are always trying to confuse you. Your sins of the of the past are always trying to distract you when you come to serve Hashem. Therefore, forgetting is very important and very good. (laughs) that the second something passes over, the second something is finished and finalized, second something's in the past, com- immediately remove it and throw it out of your mind completely. Distract your mind completely from that. Because whatever has happened in the past has nothing to do with you. The sins of the past, don't let it distract you. Because as long as now you're trying to do the best that you can, the, whatever happens in the past has nothing to do with you. only has to do with Hashemit Baach. A person shouldn't begin to ponder in his thoughts, in his mind, with regard to that thing which happened to him in the past, whatever it is. Shouldn't begin to think about that at all. And remember this very, very well, Rabbeinu says. Don't remember because it's something very, very great. And it's brought down in the books. Look in Kohelet Raba. In Kohelet Raba it brings this down. That the reason why forgetting something, Hashem placed forgetting, forgetfulness in the world, is in order that the Torah should become precious upon those who study it. As if it's the first time you studied it. Meaning that you forget your Torah so that when you re-study it it's as if the first time you studied it and that the Torah is made precious in your eyes again. That's why, forgetting something had, that's why forgetting has been brought down in the world. This is why the concept of forgetfulness has been brought down. Because through forgetting something when you come back and relearn the same thing that you had once studied because you forgot it now it's brand new and precious in your eyes. And a parable is brought down about the one who had studied and forgot something, Its brother in the in the midrashim, like in Avodah uh, Rabinatan, brings down this parable: that men were hired to fill up barrels. But the barrels the barrels were were um, were full of holes. And anything they would pull up, to, uh, try to fill the barrel with would be poured outside. Why? Because there are holes in the barrel. And the Midrash says that the fools responded responded to this. The foolish people who were hired said about this, The fool said that because everything we pour into these barrels is poured outside. What is is the point of toiling and trying to fill up these barrels? Everything that we pour inside is spilled outside. What's the point? But the wise man said, What do I care if I try to fill this barrel and it's poured outside? Don't they pay me for the work of my day? Don't they pay me my daily wage? My wage isn't reduced from day to day. Because I'm basically, uh, I'm rented, I'm hired. Day by day? What do I care if it spills out? I'm paid for the work that I do day by day. So if I work a certain amount of hours, and I'm paid for those hours, regardless of whatever gets done. The same is true of a person who forgets his studies. A person should say, just because I forget what I study, I'm not going to study. A person should say, like the wise man, that what? My wage isn't reduced because I forget what I study. This is the truth of the Torah. Everything we study the Torah, no matter what, whether we forget it or not, when we study it, it's a massive reward. And uh, whether we forget it in the future doesn't matter. And uh, there's a beautiful story of the Vilna Gaon with this. that The Vilna Gaon had a very, very uh, strict... Um, he had very strict guidelines and um, qualifications for those who wanted to enter his yeshiva. And the test was something quite simple, but... Uh, we see very important as we're going to see here and how it perfectly fits into this uh, subject that Rabbeinu brings down. That uh, one time a student came to the Vilna Gaon trying to um, enroll in his yeshiva and the Vilna Gaon said give me a Kiddush give me a novelty give me a Torah novelty that you thought of. So the man gives the Torah novelty and he goes for 5-10 minutes okay and he starts sharing this Torah novelty. The Vilna Gaon says okay can you repeat that for me the same way? And the man does it. And the, the guy finishes after another 10 minutes. So it's 20 minutes now, repeating the same chidush twice. The vina Gaon goes to the man and tells him, Okay, but I'd like to hear it another time. And the man obviously at this point is very surprised. He does it, but obviously not with the same passion. The Vinay Gaon tries to make him repeat it multiple times over to the point where the guy gets, uh, he gets completely, uh, what do you call it, discouraged and he doesn't do it with any of the same passion at all. He's just repeating words. The Vinay Gaon said to this man, for those who want to enroll in my yeshiva, you have to be able to repeat the chidush every single time with the same passion that you said it on the first time. Because the Torah is always new. You can never repeat the Torah with the same sort of hit the same passion that you did the first time. That you, that you, what do you call it? You cannot reduce your passion every single time you repeat it. You have to repeat it with the same passion as if you said it the first time. That's the Torah. And we see this here with Rabbanu. Rabbanu is saying it's a very big thing to forget because what? When you forget... When you re-study that Torah that you'd already studied, it has a completely new preciousness in your eyes. A new wonder in your eyes. And this is the way the Torah should be studied. That every single time you study something over and over, it has to be mamash with this love and this happiness. As if you studied it for the first time. Rabbi Nathan used to repeat the Torah Azamra multiple times. Every single time. He used to see the students. He used to tell them about Azamra Azamra. The students got so bothered by this that they told Rabbi Natan, that's it, again. One of the students at the table, of, uh, when Rabbi Natan was giving over Azamra another time, one of the students, uh, what do you call it? One of the students gave like a smirk and like a, a sigh whenever Rabbi Natan started the Azamra Torah. And Rabbi Natan looked at him and he said, my brother, you think it's, uh, think it's fitting that I ju- just say this Torah once? I have to repeat this Torah over and over and over and over and over until the end of my days. This Torah can never stop being taught. And this Torah must be taught over and over, as if it's the first time. Especially a Torah like Azamra, which is such a foundational, such a foundation in serving Hashem. (inaudible) Veda'ano, no, le'atid maskirin et adam kol masher amad. Rabbeinu teaches us that you have to know that in the future, a person is reminded of everything in which he studied. Everything that you studied, everything in which you studied, is is going to be, um, what you call, reinstilled back in your mind. You're going to remember everything you studied. Everything you forgot will be remembered. As long as you open up the book and you studied it. Everything you studied will be remembered even if you forgot it. All those people who listen to the Torah from the true Tzadik, but, but do not understand it, those who open up the books of the true but don't understand it, in the time to come, in the future, in the future world, they will understand this. And underline this. Because this nobody understands. <laughs> T- today, everybody thinks of the Torah as a subject of, as a, as a system uh, of learning, as a, what do you call, as a, as a textbook. People study the Torah so that they can get wisdom and this and that. Look at this line. The main thing of the Torah the principle of the Torah, the truth of the Torah, the, the main aspect of the Torah, the foundation of the Torah, the primary reason of the Torah is what? it belongs to the, nishamot, the souls. It has nothing to do with your mind your this or that. The main reason why we study Torah is to repair the soul. It's for the soul, to heal the soul. She'e ba'olam ha'ba neshamot beki'im um u'masigim ha' Torah shel that in the time to come, in the future world, in the world to come, all the souls will be masters and will have attained the entire Torah very well. The Torah that you studied and you heard in this world, you'll master and you'll attain in the world to come. Happy is he who spends his days in Torah and lots of service. Baruch Hashem, this is so important to instill in our minds, to ingrain in our minds, that the Torah that we study is not so that we gain intelligence this and that the main reason why we study torah is to repair the soul so even if we do not understand just because we do not understand the zohar does not mean we do not read the zohar we read the zohar every single day to try to read a piece of the Zohar every single day even if you have nothing why because the main thing is to traverse all the elements of the torah as rabbi teaches us a person has to traverse all the elements of the torah Drash, and the simple the remez the drash and so the secret of the Torah, the Kabbalah, a person has to study all these things, even if he did not understand it, because in the world to come, as long as he has read it, and he tries studying it, he will remember, and he'll know the secret of all that Torah. bizrat Hashem, may we have the merit to go through all the elements of the Torah, to forget the Torah, and to re-remember the Torah, so that we can study the Torah with passion, so that Hashem can give us the simcha of knowing the Torah that we had studied in this world, in the world to come, bizrat Hashem.